I do hope this isn't gonna start clicking in another uh, city, otherwise I'm going to Kermit. Kermit? <laughs> I'm gonna Kermit the frog. <laughs> that's uh, that's one way to go about starting this episode. Um. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, uh, listen, that's so sad, because I had a plan. I was, I was gonna be like, oh, today we're talking about the opposite of big dreams. <laughs> wow. You... <laughs> You took notes for that. <laughs> Listen, I do my job. Oh my god! Neither I have about I have a teeny this. no I I I have a special notebook for the podcast because I was like you know what if we're gonna do this for a while I I'll need to take notes so I have a, like a little <laughs> notebook and it's one two three four five six pages of notes. Oh my god! On the story. The literal, the most that I did for this was like two sticky notes. <laughs> I feel like that says so much about our personalities. I, I know the most about this already. Yeah, you, you, you know this off, this is like the moment we episode, you know this off the top of your head. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, so the, the arrow goes here. So. And with that, welcome to The Secret Treehouse, episode two. What are we talking about today? Okay, we're talking about Little Nightmares. I'm Gab, that's SJ, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about Little Nightmares, which is pretty much a horror video game. I don't know, it's 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 not even that horrific, it's just yeah. kind of scary because you don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> no, because I... I as part of my research, I also watched like several gameplay videos, and there's wow. like this kind of like gloomy undertone that, and then your character is like bright yellow. Yeah, and it's everything looks kind of grimy. That's essentially why they call it little nightmares, and why it's like from the perspective of a kid, you're just like this place is like way too big for me, and like I have no idea what I'm doing. I like, I like how you said that. That's as a kid. That's still me now. <laughs> Because we have mental illness, um, <laughs> we're just oh moving past. <laughs> it so, was developed by Tarshir Studios. Yeah, which is not actually a Filipino studio. Yeah, I was about to ask you. It's like <laughs> I, I was doing my research. Like Tarshir Studios, are they Filipino? But no, they're based they're, in Sweden. Yeah, they're Swedish, and the other studio that made this was the one that gave you um, Until Dawn. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's the studio that made Little Big World. I think that's what it's called. I oh, don't is this the one that's like the the, the, sock the little puppet. brown guy? Yeah, that has little like brown the zipper. Guy. Yeah, Little Big Planet. I'm so sorry. Oh, dude, I used to want that on the Wii, but number one, we did not have a Wii. <laughs> we played it um regularly on PSP. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, I was a DS kid, so I I can't relate. Our PSPs usually broke within like the third month because no! they're hand me downs. But yeah, it's the studio that gave you Little Big Planet and the other studio that gave you Until Dawn. So that's basically just the vibe of this game. Yeah, if you smushed <laughs> both of those together, it's like trauma. <laughs> it's characters. amazing that it's called like a a platformer because it's just you're just really small it's not really a platformer it's, it's a platformer and that i guess when i was looking at my thing my friend's game you're, you just like jump around because you're so yeah. small and you have to like try to reach the objectives of different things yeah 
But um, the way I saw it, like, this entire game is just one big escape room. Ah, uh, so I should not play it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's got video game logic, so if you know yeah. what the set, you know, unwritten rules are, you already know how to yeah, navigate yeah. around the world. But anyway, Little Nightmares 1, because we're starting with that one. Yeah. Is basically set on this weird place that is like rocking back and forth for no reason. <laughs> that you are nightmarish already. Yeah, <laughs> I hate the ocean. Thank you. <laughs> you are playing a little girl who is wearing a raincoat and, and has. Her name is Six, right? No, see that's the thing. No one really said anything about her name. What? Yeah, no, nothing in the game tells you anything about any of the so characters. So where does so where does six six come from? It's just fan theory. <laughs> huh. But it's in the Wikipedia as well, right? Yeah, it's because Wikipedia is you know it's open source and a lot it's, of people. It's go on. Through. It's on the Steam summary. Right, but no one told you that in the game. When you play it, you're just this little kid with a f- little lighter. Okay. <laughs> And um, your objective is to leave. That's it. <laughs> Along the way, though, you you do have weird little moments where you encounter cutscenes where your little character starts just kneeling on the floor. <laughs> Help? And um, yeah, she she just like stops moving for um, minutes at a time, and then like she needs to eat. And with every wow, yeah, SJ, just like you, yeah, with every um, with every cutscene you encounter, the like the further in the game you go, the bigger the food she needs to eat is. She's a hungry little gal. Um, and by bigger I mean some of them are still alive. Yeah, I I I do have notes on that. Some of them are the other creatures you encounter in the game. Yeah, I know one of the big things that will appeal to you specifically, Gab, are the gnomes because you can literally like just hug them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like they're they're little no, tiny but gnomes. That's... Yeah, but the thing is, I did my research, and it says at one point she starts eating them. Yeah, that's. Like, at the penultimate moment of the first game, is that the little gnome that helps you find food while you're in a hunger pang moment um, comes up to you and you just eat him. Oh, <laughs> And that's where we're going a little deeper into the plots. Um, specifically, there's one um, DLC connected to that, which is really weird. It's basically about this other kid. Other boy, who uncovers the whole mystery, his goal is also to re like to like leave the entire <laughs> the entire boat. This is just every oh child God. on this boat just wants to leave, which is understandable because um. I mean, look at what's happening around you. Yeah, you wouldn't want to leave, and you're that small, and like everyone wants to eat you, except maybe <laughs> for the other kids who either sabotage who? or help you. Also. Is it like obviously I like I did my research and one of the things that it says was you just sometimes see bodies hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, their food for the big oh ones, the adults, God. essentially. <laughs> We're fighting against oh the adults. My God. Yeah. So in Secrets of the Ma, the depths um, chapter, basically this other kid runs parallel to um, the first game, and mm-hmm. his goal is to reach you, your character six, 
in the first game. And you just you just get cutscenes of six like running around in the background. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Oh my god. But um he basically uncovers this kid in the depths game kind of the fact that all of the gnomes were also actually kids at some point yeah. too. They're just I don't know, they're just somehow smaller now. So it turns out at the end of the depths game, um, the gnome that you eat no. In first little nightmares is actually no. the little kid you're playing in the dance. No, that is fucked up. I mean, yeah. it's a horror game. What did I expect? But like, no. It's like that game where you have to raise like a chick, and then at the end, the chick becomes canned. The one that Dan and Phil played. <laughs> what? There is a game called I I don't remember. Can can can. Mm? Can my pet? <laughs> can my pet? And oh my it, at God. first you're like, can your pet what? And then at the end, it's literally you have to can your, your pet, pet is in a can. See the thing with the, like little nightmares and like the entire concept of it is that it's not as fucked up as it is to me, because I used to play a lot of like really creepy Y eight games. <laughs> I this makes so much sense. I'm not into horror. This is just like normal for me. I'm not surprised at all. But yeah, um this is normal. <laughs> and I was out here playing Pop Tropica anyway. Yeah, it wasn't always horror YA uh YA Y eight games. It's just the some of the stuff that I end up playing. <laughs> it's no, just it's there. Really it's really funny because whenever I look at the games that you recommend, because obviously I have a Switch and I'm always looking up, like, there's a common thread in that there's very, like, little to no action. It's very, like, dialogue heavy for some of them. Yeah. But they have, like, the same vibe, if that makes sense. There's this kind of mysterious thing. All these kids are kind of, like, in over their head. Yes. It's about it's it's always got that little um coming of age feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, um, oh, we passed the threshold. Heroes Did journey, you're, BS. You're gonna love Night in the Woods, or you're just gonna enjoy that one because that one is really good. <laughs> there's an app for little yes, nightmares. Yes, there's an app, and there's comics, right? Very little nightmare. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's also a prequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the. Very Little Nightmares game basically is set on a different setting. It's not on on the giant rocking ship. No. It's set on some orphanage in the middle of nowhere. On like a deserted island. And once again, you have to escape. (laughs) (laughs) The same little kid that you're following around. Yeah, no. The the same little kid you're following around in the DLC was actually following someone else and was not six. It was some other kid with pigtails, or braided pigtails. I don't know what they're called, but you know. It's Cleo. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. The thing is, she's also wearing a yellow coat. And since this huh. is a prequel, some people were like, "Oh, maybe this is the same coat that Six has in the first game." The end of that is pretty tragic. Like the the little the little girl in the yellow coat kind of dies. <laughs> oh my god, these Not, children. Yeah, they're all just dying. But yeah, there is a comic, and it's a tie-in comic for the first and the second Little Nightmares game, like the official Little Nightmares games. 
Um, because the DLC and like the very little yeah, nightmares is that, not actually that, canon. That was, canon. that was wild because I went to a comic shop I think last week and I saw it and I was like, "Hey, it's the next topic for the podcast." <laughs> but basically, it's a four-issue tie-in comic published by Titan Comics, and the last two issues were canceled <laughs> for some reason. That's uh, probably sales. Comic book fuckery is. Uh... Yeah. Very much a thing. Titan Titan Comics is a really big studio. I'm not um not surprised. No, Titan Comics does like a, almost a lot of the tie-ins, like the Doctor Who ones, yeah. the Alien Predator one. But I think the tie-in comics actually do um show you why Six is named Six, and it shows you. So like, why is Six named Six? It shows you like I think five other children. <laughs> and where are they? <laughs> Um, most of them are dead. Oh. Yeah, once you play the second game, they're most mostly dead. And within the comics, you do see how they die. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, this this game is just filled with dying children. Dead children. I'm not sorry. I do oh like this game. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I know. It's just it's just really funny because for our inaugural episodes, I was like, let's talk about Mamma Mia. And you're like, let's talk about Little Nightmares. Yeah. A game full of dead children. Yes. Well, one of one of our topics had a dead mom, so I think it's only yeah, fair yeah, that the yeah. it, fucking it, it's kids. The are... <laughs> um, supposedly there was supposed to be a television series oh, for okay. this, and um, it was gonna involve the Russo brothers. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so thankfully, I... um, that announcement was made twenty seventeen. There is still nothing. It has been a while, <laughs> so thank God. I'm pretty sure it's not happening anymore. Honestly, if I had to pick someone to do this, I would probably pick Del Toro or something. Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Burton. That's another thing. Yeah. But sorry for the people of color who want to add audition. Oops. Uh... <laughs> and then the second game. <laughs> oh my god. Within the second game, this um, Little Nightmares 2, they don't actually tell you what the hell is happening either in Little Nightmares 2, which is unsurprising. Oh, no. This is just Par for the course. See, <laughs> I have so, so many things to say about the Hell. It's just so good. The writing is so good. I love time travel. Did I ever tell you? <laughs> no, I agree with you. And I love time travel. And I know we were going to talk about time travel a lot on this podcast. But, um, okay. So Little Nightmares 2 starts with this little cutscene of some weird thing that's gonna pop up later in the game um and you start out as this little kid who has a bag over his head for some reason he's also wearing a (laughs) trench coat (laughs) kind of weird um it's where castiel went when he went to super hell oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh you're not gonna say that when we finish talking about this game (laughs) Oh dear. <laughs> this kid, I think everyone calls him Mono because he's it's it's like one to six, right? This is the first yeah, guy. Yeah. This is the little guy. The first little guy. The first little dude. And he's stuck in the middle of the forest. There's a television behind him for some reason. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, and um as he traverses this forest he finds a house that seems abandoned. Um, there's Seems. A, yeah, there's Seems is never good either. <laughs> there's a Tabluma family that looks very gruesome. Not oh, very cool. Dear. It's, it's just, you know, it's the vibe of Little Nightmares. It looks horrific. It's there for no reason. It's the aesthetics. It's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> 
and um, as you go inside this house, for some reason, there's this little like music box playing in the background. Oh, so wait, wait. To recap, we've got a creepy house in the woods. You're number one. You're in the woods. There's a creepy house. There's a television, and now there's a music box. Yes. So you go in the basement. <laughs> You go in the basement. <laughs> um, there's this kid in the basement playing the music, playing with the music box, and you're like, "Okay, let me get this kid out." You look around. No, there's an axe. L- listen, <laughs> listen. This is not the right response. You're a little you kid. A little there's kid. another little kid. You don't go near the little kid. What ca- stranger danger? I wish Mono knew that. Anyway, um, you rescue the little kid. You break down the door with an axe. They're scared of you. Yeah, you broke down the door with an axe. What is the other response to that? Here comes Mono. <laughs> Here's Mono. But yeah, um, you break them out. They're scared of you. They run away. Um, you give chase. They can't leave the house either for some reason. Are you still holding the axe? No, because you can't okay. carry it around. You're a little kid. <laughs> it's too heavy. It seems like to escape this place. You have to play, like, to play together, and the fun thing is, um, you can actually hold their hand, which is pretty cute. So yeah, maybe you've got a little friend you don't know. That is so ominous. Yeah, you leave the house. Um, the owner of the house, which is a woodsman, I don't remember what the fans call him. He's got a sack over his head too, and he tries to shoot you. You escape barely by shooting him. Okay. <laughs> With the help of your little friend. That's um your first murder. <laughs> <laughs> baby's first murder. Yeah, baby's first murder. You escape and suddenly seems you're on the you're on an island, so you go to another island which is now so a many city. islands. Yeah, so many islands. You're in the big city. For some reason all the buildings are bowing. Oh, that's that's not good. That's not good. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just giving my tagline through this whole thing going, Oh, that's, that's not, not good. good. <laughs> um, one of the first stages of uh, of the second game is actually a school. Oh dear. <laughs> so there's more small children, but they oh, are God. not children. <laughs> what? What do you mean there's children but they're not children? They're small, they're the same size as you. Mm-hmm. But they have porcelain for their heads. Ah, yeah, so if ah, you like crack their heads in, <laughs> they can't ah, attack you. Oh my god! They kidnap your friend. Um, no! You have to get your friend back. You bring back your friend. There's a teacher with a long neck. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Isn't wait in the first one? There's a janitor, right, with the long arms. Yeah, with the long arms. He's blind. I, and- He's blind, and then you chop his arms off. Because I remember yes. I was like, oh, let me look at this gameplay. And then yeah. Six chops the arms off. And I was like, ah, I see. That's the weird thing with um, all of the adults in this game, is that they're all malformed in some way. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Which plays into a lot of um, what a lot of um, disfigured activists like to call... Um, Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, like, the track record is not good. Like, you had the whole no time to die thing with Safin, which yeah. is stupid. You could have just been wearing a mask, you know? Yeah. But... That's not really addressed. 
god. And that's a big thing in horror. Yeah, a big thing in horror is body horror for some reason. Um, and most of the time it's within the realm of actual disfigured people. (laughs) So, um, keep that in mind, folks, when you're trying to look for gameplays or just actually play this game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, um, as you go on into the city, I don't know what your goal is, but you're trying to survive. Everyone's attacking you, as is the case for all the Nightmares games. At some point, it starts pouring outside. And your little friend finds a yellow raincoat. Oh. Oh, by the way, before she gets the raincoat, um, once you leave the school, or once you mm-hmm. rescue your little friend from the um, precocious children that tried to kill them, <laughs> once she gets rescued, um, you come upon like a section of the school where you go in again, and there's this mindless little porcelain kid in the background. He doesn't know you're there. And you're like, okay, there's an axe on the other side of this floor. Let me just go grab it. But then your friend approaches them and snaps their neck. Oh my god! So, that's your little confirmation. Little Nightmares 2 is a prequel. And your friend that you just rescued from hanging upside down and has now begun um, snapping the heads of children... (laughs) Is actually six from the Nightmares One, whom you oh know my God. Yeah, by the end of the game actually starts killing people. <laughs> oh my God! Her track record is perfect. <laughs> Little Nightmares Two has the reputation of having one of the most fucked up endings in oh twenty twenty one, along with um Last of Us Two. <laughs> so um. More horrific shit happens in Little Nightmares too. It's just par for the course. I recommend just like seeing people play it, um, because it's actually very enjoyable. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I love when people are horrified when I watch video games. The streaming <laughs> brings me joy. Anyway, <laughs> you don't know if that's sarcastic or not. No, but knowing you, it could go both ways. Yeah, throughout the game, um, you do get little cutscenes, just like in Little Nightmares 1, where you have no choice but to just watch everything unfold. And the thing with Mono is, he's got a thing for television sets. And these are oh. like the thick ones, the really old... Yeah, 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 the old ones. Yeah, the really old ones with a lot of static. And... um. It's always showing you this little hallway with a door at the end. (laughs) That's not good. Yeah. And um, throughout the game, as you progress through this horrific city that is just bending towards this big tower, Eye of Sauron, (laughs) (laughs) PBS, I think one of the Let's Players called it like the Eye of Sauron. The thing with these cutscenes is you're it's it's a little twisted. So like the mechanic is that you have to like straighten it so that little mono can run directly for the door. And oh my um God. I think by like the climax of the entire game, Mono actually reaches the door and opens it. And out comes this very elongated man. Oh <laughs> very slender manny. But he... I was about to say it's like like slender man? Yeah. But he has, like, um, a bowl hat, bowler hat, and yeah. he's got little static, um... Oh, oh dear. 
static mechanics basically he just he slows down and starts moving faster you know the thing is you have to hide from this guy right and at some point he does reach you both um because you're hiding under the bed and six wasn't fast enough and gets taken by this guy oh no (laughs) and you go rescue six and um after she gets kidnapped you develop powers Okay. Um, <laughs> just like how six like drains the essence of alive things, uh, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and six's power is basic. Six's power is basically just feeding off of things to like preserve her hunger and be stronger because she's a lot faster than your little mono guy, right? So, so she's like Kirby. Yeah, not as wholesome as that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> mono um can teleport through TV. Oh! Yeah. So if there's an open TV screen somewhere in the game, you can teleport to that through another TV. It's, it's like Chalk Zone with <laughs> yes. TVs. Yes. And the thing with this city is that it's bending towards not the Eye of Sauron, as I've previously mentioned. <laughs> it's actually a TV tower. Oh! Yeah. Oh! The rest of the adults throughout the game are obsessed with television. Oh. They like they literally like stick their faces towards it and um after yeah, after some considerable amount of time, um, their faces just like vanish and they just look smushed in, you know. That's why a lot of the adults like hide their faces within the game. Oh my god. It's just smushed in. In the first game there is actually like a little um what's the word I'm looking for? little reference to that the janitor guy the the long-armed guy that you you chop off yeah chop off (laughs) his hands um he also is kind of obsessed with tv but the thing is he's blind so he can't really smush his face in (laughs) so that 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 is his saving grace yeah saving grace he can't smush his face so people have a a little obsession Just a little. Their faces get smushed, but it's just a little. Um, some of them jump off buildings just to get to another TV screen. Oh my god! So they're they're a little obsessed. (laughs) What are they watching? The finale of Succession? What? (laughs) No. Um, it's all just static. Um, but anyway. Wait, 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 wait. There was, wasn't there like this Reddit thing where there someone remembered like a TV show, something pirate thing, mm-hmm. and then when they asked their parents, the parents were like, you were just staring at static TV. Oh my god. And I was like, that's horrifying. Thank you. <laughs> They'd be like, you remember this, I think it's called Pirate Cove or something Cove, and then they when they asked their parents about remembering it, the parents were like, "Oh, that was when you would turn on the TV, watch just, Static." Yeah, and I was like, "That's you didn't st- number number one. You didn't stop your kid from doing that. <laughs> your kid, your kid might be laughing at Static, but you're just like huh. pretty active imagination on that kid. <laughs> oh my god, won't discourage it." See, okay, here's the thing I don't tell you when you're taking care of kids. You want them to be preoccupied with something. Or else. That's fair. (laughs) If they're not preoccupied with something, you have to look after them. Because if they don't find something to be preoccupied with, (sighs) danger is imminent. (laughs) Just like how I can hear Cleo faintly going, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, she's, um, I hope you can't hear that. She's jumping around. It's 
Yeah, it's loud. She's preoccupied. She's having her own platformer. Yeah. (laughs) Throughout the game, you gain more and more power while Mm -hmm. you jump around through these TVs. And once you... Um, encounter the the long man again. I don't remember what people call him. I don't. I don't want to. Let's just call him the long man. Long I like man. that. <laughs> it um, minimizes the horror of what he's done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once you encounter him again, um, led by what seems like an apparition, a static apparition of six, you can now defeat him by slowly morphing him into another dimension through your oh. static powers or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's cool, right? Cool. And now you can bend space and time. Mono reaches the tower, goes up, goes inside. Um, dream-like atmosphere in here. Once you find Six inside, she is also large and malformed. <laughs> oh, no! And she's clutching what seems to be a replica of that music box she was playing with at the beginning of the game. And your goal is to snap her out of it and get her out of there. It's getting increasingly clear. Um, once you take the music box from her, she'll go like ape shit. She'll like try to oh. kill you. <laughs> oh no. Once you snap her out of it, she hates you. <laughs> like, oh. She actively hates you now. Oh no. And the tower, or what seems to be a tower, um, now seems like um, the inside of a monster. Like the maw of a monster? No. 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 Literally like the insides. Like oh. you're being digested by the tower itself. Oh. Yeah. So you have to escape the tower now. Um, while you're running away from that, at the penultimate moment, there's this like um, door at the end because it's like a platformer, right? Like it's mm-hmm. a, at the edge of the screen and you both need to jump to it. Six is a lot stronger than you. Yeah. As is the case for most of the game, you don't really need to assist Six apart from, like, reaching out and, like, helping her. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, there's this mechanic in the game where if you can't reach a gap, um, you have Six jump over in front of you, and she has to catch you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that happens. That's the last moment. You're, like, they're, uh. you're both at the door. She catches you, and then she lets go. Fuck! That's oh the end God. of the game. That's why everyone is so mad at this game. Because um, once Mono falls down and gets digested by that tower, um, he does still have some kind of power, right? Yeah. He bends some space into the tower and so that he doesn't get digested by the tower. And he just sits there, waiting. Uh. For years and years and years and years. And he grows. Oh. He grows into a very, very long man. Oh no! <laughs> Hidden That's... behind a door. Oh no! At a, at the end of a hallway. <laughs> no! Oh, dude. So yeah, the beginning of the game, this very long hallway with a guy behind the door is you. Was he trying to stop you from becoming him? Kind of. He was trying to stop you from becoming him by killing six. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't become successful by that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. So so every time you play this game, you're, he's just trapped in a loop of just seeing himself fail and wait and fail and wait. Yeah, oh. pretty much that. If you get all the collectibles for this game, you get a little cutscene of Six coming out of a television set. And there's a shadow... Pre- like, that, that same apparition that appeared to you that le- mm-hmm. like leads you to the guy. Um, That appears in front of her. And then you hear that, that little sound thing at the first game where she gets hungry. And then there's like a poster of the Maw on the floor. Oh. So yeah, it's a prequel of the first game. 
<laughs> where this is the first time she gets hungry. And the thing is, I went a, I went down a rabbit hole after this game came out because like I didn't I never noticed that when I watched like gameplays of the first mm-hmm. game is that whenever she gets hungry in the first Little Nightmares game, there's this apparition of her standing over her. Ooh. Just watching her feed on something. God. It is fucked up. <laughs> like, that is... Oh but dear. it's so interesting. It's just I like, know, it, it really is interesting. Like, the world building is really interesting. And when I was looking at the gameplay videos, I was like, this is interesting. I see why people really like the game. See, um... The thing with Little Nightmares, the first game, is it kind of also features some kind of time loop thingy. Because a lot of people think that the lady in the, f- like, the pen- oh, like the yeah. last villain in the first game is actually also Six. Yeah, that's what I, I did see that theory. Or another one I saw is, like, Six is her kid, or that she was, like, Six, and Six is the next the lady. And I was like, huh. Yeah, kind of. I'm more on the side of them being the same person because it like it does seem pretty probable to, that yeah. time travel exists in this world. <laughs> so it's not out of, you know, out of pocket to assume that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do have the same powers. They both hide their faces. There's the there's a little sneak peek of it I think in the DLC where you get to see the the face. Mm-hmm. This the the thing with um the um this universe basically is that all of the adults have fucked up appearances. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For absolutely no reason. Even the lady, that's why she has a, a mask. And I guess most of the kids too, because most of them hide their faces, including yeah. six. It's been a year. And like, I still think of this game. Like, <laughs> I know. I, I can tell. <laughs> the The music is also really it's good. Really good. Yeah, I, I, I listened to the soundtrack as well. I was like, this is very atmospheric. Uh, I don't want to play this at night. <laughs> <laughs> my sister, okay, my sister hates when I just get a little bit of an earworm for like the soundtrack for the first game because there's um Six's theme is basically just this lady humming. Yeah. And like sometimes I get it like stuck in my head. Oh, and dear. I start singing. And my sister's just like, "Shut up. Shut <laughs> up." <laughs> like it's just a game. Calm down. <laughs> It's, oh my it's God. pretty good. There's a lot of theories on like what the actual um what the actual fuck is going on in this game. But <laughs> like no, why like what the theories are, it's like, you know, it's a metaphor for like growing up or whatever the fuck. Um, I I saw a bunch that were like, it's a metaphor for child abuse and that's why all the parents are like are like that. <laughs> um Yeah, it's very probable it's like one of those um it's like one of those games you know secret of the what was it is was it secret of the rose i know someone did a gameplay of it it's like one of those weird japanese horror games it's not even like a a pixel one it's like Mm -hmm. hold on i have to fucking look this up this is your (laughs) this is your mads mickelson movie moment yes where you can't remember the name it was so fucked up. I know, like, um, who was it? It was that one video game, um, YouTube Let's Player who everyone found out was a sexual predator. At some point. Oh my god! Yeah, no one knew until maybe like twenty twenty that this YouTuber was 
a fucking <laughs> predator. Oh and um, I used to be like hooked with all of his gameplay because oh, it's like no. he actually has a very calming voice. Like when he's really focused on a game, you really know that he's immersed in it. I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. In some of the games, he actually starts crying. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is nice. Um, and then the news came out, and I was like, oh, well... Uh, that th- That's not nice. <laughs> that's not great at all. Okay, it's called Rule of Rose. Oh, I have heard of this, but I've never seen, like... But I've heard this mentioned in different things. Yeah, it's a survival horror video game. It's Japanese, it's weird, and it's fucked up. Um, it's, it's one of those games that you think I'd be obsessed with it, but, like, I don't understand it. Ooh. I do not understand it. It's got the same vibe as um that Alice in Wonderland game. Oh, yeah. I oh fuck. I I know Alice which Madness one you're talking. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got that same vibe, but it mm. looks like a Silent Hill game. Oh. Yeah, oh, it's God. it's Rule of Rose. Um this one is a lot more on the nose since mm. it's like it's a group of kids in an orphanage and i think there's this like one part where i think the headmaster of the orphanage itself is implied to be sexually abusing the kids oh yeah oh my god weird shit but you know um that's i guess you could compare most of the theories for little nightmares to that because it's like you know um kids getting fucked up in an orphanage or whatever you and your kids getting fucked up stories I forgot to ask, we didn't get into this, but how did you discover Little Nightmares? I don't know, my sister just kind of like brought it up. It's like, look at this gameplay trailer, and then I was like, huh, okay. And then I, like, when the game came out, I just looked for someone who played through the game. I think it was the same YouTuber <laughs> I was oh, just talking no. about. After you finished the game, since like the second game never came, didn't come out until like last year, I only revisited like gameplays of the, of the first game last year through another youtuber his name is like um it's Corey Kenshin yeah <laughs> guy guy's gameplay is a little aggressive but you know <laughs> it's it's a horror game so i'm i'm fine with it and he's really funny so um i got through most of the game not looking away <laughs> oh my god Sometimes I'll just watch a piece of horror and I'll be like, most of the time I'll be looking through my phone. So (laughs) I'm absorbing it, but not like confronting it. (laughs) That's just how I, that's just how I get horror. Most of the theories for Little Nightmares comes from kind of the same vein of Redditors who got really obsessed with the Oxenfree ARG. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because like if you look for like um you know ending explained or like yeah, yeah. <laughs> video game <laughs> theories. Do, on... I do love that voice you just <laughs> ending explained. Yeah, a lot of those on YouTube it's just the same insults over and over. <laughs> no, I- I'm sure that when we eventually talk about the matrix I will also get into this cuz oh my god. <laughs> ending explained. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely hate I just, I absolutely hate Ending Explained channels. It's so, it's so dumb. It's like, where's the critical thinking? Why do you have, why do you have to need that? Like, it's so stupid. 
fucking ending explain. <laughs> watch the damn thing, then. Jesus. I've seen most of them because, like, you know, I, I like to watch horror, but, like, I don't want to yeah. engage in it. But, like, after I watch the shit, like, I do want people, like, I do want people's opinions on it. So I, like, yeah. look, look for opinions. Um, mostly on YouTube because I do, like, video essays, but... <laughs> It's just mostly ending explained. Same yeah. with Fear Street. That's why I was like, maybe I should make a video on Fear Street. One of like my favorite channels on YouTube is like this this gay guy named David, who does like the. F- <laughs> There's sometimes I'm like laughing. I'm like, this is fucked up. I shouldn't be laughing, but my sense of humor is like, oh, is broken. But he does like really cool horror react stuff. And there's Alanda Parker, who I like looking at for horror stuff as well. She she recently did did a bunch for Scream, which I was like, yes, yes. Oh my! I do. <laughs> Just in time for this, my like one of one of um the YouTubers that I actually subscribe to for um for fashion because mm-hmm. she has really cute clothes. Um. She has a separate channel for gameplay, and she just mm-hmm. uploaded the next part for <laughs> Little Nightmares 2. There like, you go. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Thank That's you, That's what we're going to do after this. Because the last video, um, she was like, I'm stopping. I don't want, I can't do this. Because, like, um, one of the sections for Little Nightmares 2 is a hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh, says, no. Like, most of the, um, most of the mobs are, like, <laughs> generally horrific. But, like, the second part, like, after... You get out of the school. It's a hospital, and um, you have to get through this entire section to leave the hospital, which um basically is just like a bunch of mannequins oh, that start oh. running at you when no, you're not no, pointing your no. light at them. No, 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 no. <laughs> one of the most horrifying parts of the no. second game. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a flashlight. You Listen, can only the, the, point the, one way. The Twilight Zone episode, the the episode of Doctor Who with yeah. the mannequins was bad enough. No, yeah. <laughs> it's got that um those those um those angel statue vibes. No, <laughs> not the weeping angels. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh my god. Horrifying. That's why. That's why T was like, I'm not. I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> and now they're back because like she I like in the last part. I was like, please, I hope you get to like I you get to this part because it's just so funny. <laughs> Whenever people get to it, I'm just like, please. You like, just enjoy people suffering. Yeah, if if I were to play this game, I'll be like, oh come on, seriously, how how the fuck can you reach that? But like when you're playing a game and you have to repeat a section so much, you just like all of the emotion in you within the first reaction is just lost and you're just angry. I'm not I'm not very well known for my gentleness. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Like I. When when Little Nightmares Two came out, I did expect like some boom in fandom activity. Um, I just went into the tag right now, and there's a lot more than I saw <laughs> when the game came out. So I'm just like, what the hell happened? No, but my weird thing with Little Nightmares is that I always I didn't know it was the thing that my friends were playing. I just knew they made fun out of like this little kid in a yellow raincoat that wasn't Coraline. Mm-hmm. Or like I'd see them play like this fucked up platformer with this little kid. I was like, huh, I don't know what that is, but it's interesting. And then I, when I was doing Richard Jeffers, like, oh, it's yeah, this one. It's this game. 
<laughs> me explaining the plot to you. Shit's fucked up. Everyone yeah. dies. <laughs> Shit's fucked up. Everyone dies. And then I'm gonna come in with my recommendation for the next episode. Oh my god. I did like... Okay, so here's the thing. Um, you get really attached to Six in Little Nightmares too, Because they mm-hmm. give you that function of the game where your character is a lot weaker than her and a lot yeah. slower than her. So most of the time when you need to bolt over a wall, Six is the one bolting over the wall. Or bolting you over the wall. Because you're very, very weak. And um, when you need to reach a higher place, she's the first one who jumps. Because <laughs> she's a lot stronger than you. Um, you can also hold her hand. And then, at the very end, she will drop you. She lets go. Yeah, she lets go. And a lot of people actually, um, that's why I told you it was, like, a lot of contention in there. Um, everyone kind of, it's, it's controversial, and it's, it's one of the most, like, hated <laughs> endings of a video game ever. Like, um, the person I watched from Corey Kenshin, um, actually was just like, no, no one defend her. No one defend her in the comments. <laughs> It's just like, um, you're in this world and you're just like helping each other out of desperation. And you, as a as the player who kind of just met this kid, you like broke her fucking door down, <laughs> like, um, grabbed her from that place. You just exposed this kid to a lot of horror, and you kind of just expect them to be your friend despite it all because you got them out of that place for some reason. And you're just like you're playing it through uh like a lens of bias that eventually yeah, yeah. once you like reach the end of the game you realize she liked it in there. <laughs> in there she wasn't exposed to a lot of horrific shit, like, you know, getting and kidnapped. You dragged her out. Yeah, you dragged her out for some reason and um got her kidnapped multiple times once she by had to kill, yourself. Kill people. <laughs> Yeah, and, okay, here's the thing, like, every time, like, in in the second game, like, every time you go into those TVs and, like, try to, you know, strengthen, like, straighten the hallway so that you can, um, get to the end, um, every time you get pulled out of them, it's by her. Like, she pulls you out from the TV, and, like, um, I think every, like, every time you do it, like, she's more and more scared of you. God. The thing with this, with this like series, like this hill video game series, is like you don't get any dialogue. It's just all, it's all just like character animation, God. and you just, you just have to watch out for like the smallest things. When you like see little animations of that, of like her pulling you out, and her scooting away from you as soon as you come into the room. It's just, like, you have to form your own opinions if you want to defend her choices of, like, mm-hmm. betraying you, essentially. Um, you have to dig through all, I guess, six hours of gameplay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even though you have the foresight of, like, this kid almost killed a bunch of people on the ship, ate a, an entire child. God. Even though you have that foresight, that never happened yet. Yeah. This is a prequel that hasn't happened yet. This is only the beginning of the end, besties. <laughs> I love time travel. <laughs> I know. I know you do, SJ. 
I do too. Me pausing every once in a while. I love time travel. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with this. My sister hates time travel so much. It's just like <gasps> it's so it overcomplicates shit. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's so uh, simple. Uh, 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 it's also why get... we both love Russian Doll. Yes. Oh my god, I love Russian Doll. Okay. So what are we talking about next time, Gabs? Well, it's funny that you mentioned time travel because we're talking about Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Wow. <gasps> This is gonna be more than an hour. <laughs> I can tell. This is gonna be one of those videos where you have to have Wikipedia. Oh, videos? One of those podcast episodes where you have to have Wikipedia open. Oh, okay, listen. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with Bill and Ted is I've seen all three movies. I've read all the comics. Mm-hmm. I've watched the animated series. Mm-hmm. Unsurprising. <laughs> and um, as an Easter gift, my mom got me two Bill and Ted figures that are gonna go on my desk. Oh my god. But yes, we'll be talking about Bill and Ted. I had a hard time deciding between, like, Bill and Ted and Brimstone Valley Mall. <laughs> unsurprising. Like... <laughs> oh, very unsurprising. I, I do love how the tone on this podcast is going from, here's the silly thing. Here's the most <laughs> horrific <laughs> thing you've ever heard in your life. Said in the most delighted tone ever. Um, you're welcome. What you just heard was a talk from the Secret Treehouse. Those were your hosts, SJ and Gab, and this was a production by The Playground. If you like that, please consider supporting us through the links found in the show notes. If you support us for as low as $6 on Ko-fi, you can get the whole uncut version of this episode. And if you want your name at the end of the episode, like at this moment here, you can support us for $10. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope we can get to hang out again.